I hope. You know, we always get the awkward 30 seconds beforehand. Yeah. When we're like, it's already, it's already going. You know what I mean? You almost got to like give us like a 30 second buffer. <laughs> right. Are we live now? Yeah, we're live right now. And our mics are on. And our mics are on. Look at that. All Think 3D right. Solutions is live now. I'm going to turn us down here so I don't get any of that. But right. we're looking pretty good. What was that? Yeah, we're just here. All right, we're here. We're doing it. All right, we're live. Um, Tommy, if you want, you could throw up OBS on that so we're not so delayed. Um, so I can see that if that works for you. Oh, perfect. That's super cool. All right. Um, now we can see we're live. What's going on, everybody? It's Dan. It's Bree. And Bree. Dan and Bree. We're here in the studio. We're doing a new look. It's Friday afternoon, and we had a week. Not a bad week. No, great week. Good week. Busy yeah. week. So yeah. we're enjoying a beverage from one of our favorite uh, local breweries downstairs, Remedy Brewing Company. Not a paid advertisement. <laughs> should Just be. Just an FYI, but it should be. <laughs> uh, so guys, if you're tuning in, Tyler and Matt, uh, let's go with the... Uh, the sponsorship here, um, <laughs> but no, we're um, we're just going live. Like you guys have seen, we've been doing lives um, fairly frequently mm -hmm. for the last um, I don't know few weeks now. Obviously, since Jan months now, geez, since January, we've been doing these lives every other week. We're kind of making this uh, supplement to our podcast episodes, um, so we're doing some live conversations that are also tied into and related to the um, recorded conversations we have. And so you're going to see a lot more of Bree and myself having some conversations. Um, Bree, before we dive in, I think it's important for the people to know, what do we? What, what was a win for the week that you had? Ooh. Um, I feel like it was a good week overall. Okay. Uh, we're moving soon, and so we got like all the things taken off our walls, nail holes filled in our apartment, yeah. all of that, which nice. felt like something I didn't want to do right before we had to move, so it feels good. But that is a, that's a thing you have to do. Yeah. 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 Um, let's see, win for me. Oh, man. I mean, besides... Was last week was so easy. We won trivia. Was so like, easy. it was we a legitimate trivia. win. Well, you know, so shout but, out to the team again. Uh, this, yeah. uh, the shout out to the team again. I was gone this Tuesday, um, but my team held it down. I don't know if you were you there this I wasn't Tuesday? there this Tuesday. So my team held it down. If they they won... They won. So our team me. still won. Our team still if won. If you want to count that. Yep. And as the team <laughs> that shall not be named lost. And I, like I've said to other teams, we have an alliance. We have a common goal. And it doesn't matter if it's like Ocean's 13. It doesn't matter if we win as long as the house loses. Right? So as long as that one team does not take the, the title at the end of this, we won. Right. Which is more of a principled win. Trivia won. Uh, this week, I don't know, it was beautiful outside. Yeah. Um, a lot of cool stuff happening. We... Uh, we're making a lot of progress in our space down the hall. Mm -hmm. uh, I jokingly tell people that I don't that my hobby is work, and like I know I joke around, but that's like honestly the truth. Like yeah. I live and breathe so much of this stuff that like us getting the studio done, us getting the new space done, those are those are big wins for me. There's proof it's getting done. I have black paint. Black paint all on over my hands. These hands. <laughs> yeah, those are those are big wins for me when I see those things getting done. Those are those are things that mean a lot to me. Mm -hmm. um, but we like to do this thing every now and again at Think 3D where like we talk about wins. Like how, how did you win? You know, what was a good positive thing? We look for those things um, because it's easy to get caught up in the busyness. It's easy to get caught up in just all the to-dos, all the things you have to do. And for us, 
we're in a unique spot because everything we do is um, relatively new. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff we do is relatively new, even just the core of our business. Aside from all this stuff we do in the studio, all the stuff we do, video, audio, things like that, um, a, a lot of the, the business and the type of organization we want to be is new. And so it's easy to get burned out. It can be easy to get burned out if you don't have the right perspective. And that's actually what we're going to talk about today. Um, and this all started when um, I kind of ran across an article that was talking, as another Harvard Business Review article, super interesting concept, talking about burnout. And a lot of the common misconceptions with burnout are that it has to do with you know, either the, the person you work for directly mm-hmm. or just the stress of the job. But this kind of dove into some of the finer things that make burnout really interesting, which is your work environment, is yeah. sometimes your role, is sometimes just the type of tasks you're doing. And um, this is going to make a lot more sense. If you guys follow our podcast, um, we'll probably drop a comment in or drop a link in the comments. But go subscribe to our podcast so you can keep up because we're going to have another conversation in the, in the next coming weeks about capacity mm-hmm. and what that looks like because capacity has more to do with just time or your schedule has to do with your mental state, your emotional state, like the ability you have, your cognitive state. Do you have the, the competency right now to accomplish this task? And burnout has a lot to do with that. And so mm-hmm. we're going to talk about burnout today, kind of what that means or what that feels like. And then we don't have, we don't, we don't claim to have all the answers, but um, I know I've been in positions where I've been burned out and even people, even today, like sometimes we get close to that, we get tired. Um, even with the work that we do, we're the culture guys and and gal now. We're the, we're the culture people now. Um, but even us, it's work. You know, we do. We work for ourselves. We love what we do, but it can mm-hmm. be hard sometimes. So, um, when we think burnout, Bree, what is one of the things like? Think of either a time or like, what does that mean to you? What does that feel like? What does that sound like? Yeah, I feel like the times that I've experienced burnout, or I kind of compare it to like going to the grocery store when you're hungry. Like you get in there and you end up buying way too many groceries. You're like so excited about it, and then you get home, you're like. Half of this is going to go bad. Like, what was I thinking? And so I think I've done that a lot with jobs in the past where I'm really excited at the beginning and I, like, volunteer myself to take on way more than I ever should have because I was just excited and eager and hungry for work. So I think that's kind of been my history with it. Mm -hmm. The grocery store effect, that's a thing. You overcommit. Yes, 100%. Because I am genuinely excited and I, like, am interested in those things that I'm committing to and it it is important to me and so I don't feel bad committing in the moment and then Mm -hmm. a couple weeks or months or years even in some of my jobs roll by and then you feel it. Yeah, I think that's interesting. That's We'll run down that rabbit hole for a little bit. Um, Because the idea is, like, I, I know that sensation and I know that sensation a lot very intimately from going to the grocery store hungry. Yes. Um, which is something that I try to avoid these days. Right. Um, I just don't go to the grocery store enough as it is. But being that as it may, I tend to overcommit. Yeah. And I, I learned very I learned very early on, and I didn't learn it well enough because it seems to be something that I've continually ran run into. Sure. And now in the last few years, and I think being in our environment, we're in an environment where since we're constantly – being exposed to coaching and communication and curriculum via Vonnie and Tammy and t- training our clients, yeah. we're always kind of forced to self-reflect on that. So mm-hmm. I've gotten better at it in the last few years. Um, but it's a, it's almost like, and I think a lot of people struggle with this, is the um, the personal commitment issue. Is It's a fear of failure. It's a fear of not performing enough. It's mm-hmm. a fear of saying no. And so we overcommit to things. Yeah. We fill our cart with too many things. Um, it's almost like just filling our pockets with too many rocks. Yes. Like, oh, that's that's neat. Oh, that's neat. Oh, yeah, I want to do that. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. Before you know it, you're really bogged down. Yep. You have, you know, what I mean, you're not productive. You're not mm-hmm. fulfilling the things, and then 
the very thing that you have tried to not do, which is let people down or fail or mess something up or drop a ball, yep. you end up doing yep. because you have so many things. And it's, um, it's a very, that's a very real thing. And I think that level of overcommitment um, can lead to burnout. And I think in my experiences, it's that, but it's also the, um, the amount of energy and time you put on, I think, yourself knowing what you're good at, knowing what your limits are. Yeah. Like those boundaries are important for yourself because um, sometimes it's not even just the, uh, it's not even the work. It's the, it's where the work is being done. Mm -hmm. It's little things about the work environment. And that was so interesting about this article is because, you know, when you think back about places where you see people are really burnt out, it's, you know, sometimes in, in highly skilled or highly technical fields yeah. or like high intensity fields yeah. where I remember back in days when you've got, you know, restaurants, that are packed, and we're talking, you know, hundreds of covers every night. We're, you know, six, seven, eight, sometimes people on the line, which is a pretty big restaurant, if you don't know. Mm -hmm. um, for It's not a huge restaurant, but it's a, it's a fairly large restaurant. Right. Um, and you're doing five, 600 covers a night. Mm -hmm. um, but let's say, like, there's something weird with the fryer, or, like, the grill has a weird heat pattern right. to it, and you got to work around these things. Mm -hmm. Or the dumbwaiter that sends food upstairs to the second floor, the second floor dining area is broken, yep. right? Or... Um, like just all these little things. The yeah. mop closet's broken. So you have to get like little things about the work environment tend to wear on people. Or like mm -hmm. there's these things like, oh, I got to work around this. I got to work around this. And it's interesting because when we think about burnout, we think about it from like a culture perspective, meaning like how does it affect attrition? Yeah. How does it affect engagement? How does it affect retention? But the other side of that is how do people go home? And like when you go home frustrated, when you go home burned out, that just leads to this big cycle of things. And it's really interesting to think about that um, and how the work environment plays into it. You know right. what I mean? Um, super, super interesting. So what do you think, what are some of the things, if you think about times that you've been burned out, and that could be for a myriad of different reasons, right? Mm -hmm. But what are some of the things that have either helped you get through it, or like, I, I guess let's even talk about it in this, say it's, how do you, how do you know? You yeah. Know what I mean? How do you know individually? I mean, I went, I got pretty bad for a while. Like I was trying to do full-time photography. I was working at a church full-time. I was like highly involved in my community of friends. Um, just everywhere I could plug myself in, I was. And my body like physically responds to that. And so I would literally pass out. Like I would faint. And that is, that was my cue. Like, Brie, you should slow down. And so, I mean, I let it go way too far. But I mean, there was plenty of signs before that of just being fatigued all the time. Being irritable was probably my big one. Like yeah. didn't matter what somebody did. I could be annoyed with them. Um, so things like that, I feel like there's so many signs, just not sleeping, like insomnia was very real when I was close to the breaking point. I can see that. I mm -hmm. think there's, what am I, I'm looking for a very specific reference. I'm, I'm not just Googling stuff over here. <laughs> You're good. Um, I'm, I'm looking for a very specific, um, link here. Interesting. I do not think this is the right survey there's a survey results but they talk about um they talk about the <laughs> the world health organization right mm -hmm. uh, here we go um sometimes the sometimes the causes uh um sometimes the causes are unsustainable workload or a perceived, perceived lack of control insufficient reward for effort lack of a supportive community lack of fairness mismatched values and skills yeah. now the world health organization the who and this is interesting um, that the WHO, like you said, it physically took a toll yeah. on you. And like lack of sleep is one of the worst things mm -hmm. 
for us over the long term. Right. Like that's congenitive. Like that's, I, I felt that, mm -hmm. you know, before. But like it physically takes a toll on you and it's interesting how like they, they've adjusted some of these to say like lack of clarity in a role. I think that was a big part of yeah. mine is because like even photography, I was trying to do all the branches of photography. And yeah. then at church, I mean, I think I like hold the record for having the most job titles in a very short period of time of working yep. there. And so I feel like every day I was just trying to be good at yep. so many things that yep. it was, yeah, it automatically yeah. caused burnout. Absolutely. And I think um, it leads to a, a suffering and performance too. Right. Which is something that people who are high performers or mm -hmm. who um, pride themselves on being able to execute a multitude of different tasks. Yep. Yep. pride themselves on. I know I pride myself on that. I know you pride yourself on that. Yeah. That's part of the reason that you're a good fit for the role is because your ability to figure it out, mm -hmm. right? And that's something we look for and we value here is people that can wear a bunch of different hats. If you had told me 18 months ago that I'd be sitting in a studio doing stuff like this on a regular <laughs> basis, I would have laughed you out of the room. I, had, I You know what I mean? I wouldn't have thought, but we, we have to figure these things out as they mm -hmm. come. But the, 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 the price of that sometimes is that that exhaustion, yeah. you're constantly doing new things. And I think it's interesting to talk, because I think a lot of our audiences, um, there are people that work in organizations, but some of them are small business owners, some of them work in smaller organizations, some of them are entrepreneurs, and sometimes the burnout for those people can be different. Yeah, It's not just, and, and we know this now about burnout, it's not just the fact that you're sitting in a cubicle getting drained of your energy and your soul and your life, this thing we all think about, like the office space quotes and memes and stuff like that, but it's not always about that. It can be more about, you know, maybe you need to take some time to clarify some things. Maybe you take some time to divide some workload up yep. and make some things clearer like that. Um, and so that's that's sometimes something that can have a major, major impact on how that feels. I think it's interesting um, with the people that consider themselves either like high performers or high achievers, how they can easily hit that. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like the whole goal to not hit that. Yeah. And then those people do, I feel like, yeah. almost more often. It's because they say yes a lot. Right. Yeah. So what, what were some of the things to talk about? And I can even share some of mine in a second. I don't want to put you just on the hot seat. But what were some of the things that, like, when you go through kind of that feeling of either burnout or just overload or whatever that looks like, how do you get beyond that? Or how do you, how do you recover from it? Yeah. I think I had to train my mind that, like, rest is a right that we have like it's something mm -hmm. we don't have to earn it's not like a reward like you just have to have it mm -hmm. it's a necessity of life rest and not working all of the time so i think switching switching my mindset yeah on that was huge i think that made the biggest difference yeah it's that um it's like that hustle mentality yeah like we talk about like the grind is always so important and the hustle is always so like something that people achieve or we talk about ele we 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 um we glorify work-life imbalance. Yes. Or we glorify like, oh, I didn't sleep at all. I got like no sleep, blah, blah, blah. We glorify. Busy is our things. favorite response. Yeah. Yeah. How are you doing? Oh, mm -hmm. like, how are you doing? Oh, just, you know, we have um, a lot of this stuff. I think getting away from that, and that's interesting you say, but rest, rest is mandatory. I think rest is interesting. And as we, we continue the conversation um, for, we continue the conversation for, um, capacity, mm -hmm. right? Like when we continue that conversation, that's something that will come up. How do you address that head on? How do you as a leader mm -hmm. help communicate that to people that it's okay to, to rest, it's okay to have expectations? I think a lot of that comes down to safety. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes, uh, like, especially in smaller teams, especially in places that over-index, like there's a lot of businesses that we work with, a couple of our clients come to mind, where they're smaller 
they're like 35 to 50 yeah. or under, but they do the work. They're over-indexing on their work. Mm -hmm. you know, they're producing a lot of work, high-revenue companies, high-intensity companies, and sometimes you have to have multiple hats. You have to juggle things. We're not getting away from that anytime soon at Think3D. Right. You know what I mean? And so how do we get more, and I think a lot of that comes, or how do we get more clarity, and I think a lot of that comes down to we have more touch points these days. We mm -hmm. have more times where you got to share that workload. you got to share the ability to do something. And a lot of it comes away comes to getting away from the belief that in order to do something successfully, you have to do it on your own. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's yeah. something that isn't necessarily true. Right. A lot of people carry, and I see that a lot. I see that a lot of myself. I see that a lot in other people. Is you get you get used to the idea that I have to do this thing all on my own. I have to do this thing 100%. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I didn't do it. And yeah. that's just not true, especially especially if you're in, in, in an industry or a business or in work for yourself where you're doing important work um, and you're doing a lot of it. Yeah, it's time sensitive where you're trying to learn new things. A lot of that has to be done as a group effort, as mm -hmm. a shared thing. And I think that is one way that we avoid having the burnout. I think also making time to rest mandatory, mm -hmm. like doing less better. Right. You know, and being more comfortable with saying no to things, you know, placing a priority on the fact that I would rather have somebody keep going than redlining the engine. Because we know what happens when you redline an engine for too long. Something's going to break. Something's going to give. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, well, this is interesting. Anything else? on burnout, recovery, from burnout, how to kind of prepare for that. Any thoughts that you had on that or anywhere you want to take the... Just like figure out your warning signs, I guess. If you have experienced it before, try to track back, see what led up to that, what mm -hmm. things were going on in your body, your mind, your community. Like, Just look for the warning signs so you catch it before it happens because yeah. that's what I've learned to do that I didn't know how to do in the yeah. past. So Yeah, so warning signs of burnout being... I think irritability. Yeah, that was my big one. Um, <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Irritability for sure. Um, that's a big one. Uh, Sames, uh, irritability. Yeah. Um, a few other, um, a few other things. Uh, if Rebecca, if you're on the live stream, you can clearly see that I cannot answer the phone at this, <laughs> at this current point in time. Um, I should have, I should have answered it. Um, I should have answered it. Just tell her she's live. Yeah, she's been like, you're live. <laughs> you're on. Thanks for phoning in. You're our first phone-in guest. <laughs> we should start phoning people in, actually. That's a funny, that uh, that's a funny ad. Um, I think irritability for me, too. Yeah. I get like that. And I know um, just as like somebody, you can walk into a room and you can you can change it in an instant. Oh, um, yeah. The other thing for me is my, my work performance suffers. Yeah. Because like plates, all these plates start spinning and pretty soon you hit like F it. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, well, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. And even if you wanted to give the effort and energy to something, you don't have the attention to give it to. Because mm -hmm. it's kind of broken or it's kind of just like snapped. Right. And it's interesting because sometimes, um, and it's a dangerous place to be for employers, for leaders, even for smaller teams or even bigger teams, anybody. Because once that's completely gone, once that's mm -hmm. completely raw, that's a hard thing to build back. Right. I mean, I think leaders need to understand the warning signs of their employees when they're yeah. in that role. Like, look for that from other people as yeah. well. Yeah. Catch that before it happens to your team. Mm -hmm. Because that's a big part about being a leader is making sure your team, they're not just doing the thing, but they're doing it well. They're able to do it. They have mm -hmm. the capacity. Again, nodding to the episode that we're going to talk about here. Um, probably catch this in a couple of weeks, but the, the mental, emotional, and then cognitive capacity, yep. you know what I mean, to make something happen is interesting. Um, I, I kind of want to put some resources out there for people in the comments. This is not over by any means. This is just a little bit of a conversation. Um, we like to bring up topics like this and, and kind of noodle on it. Uh, every now and again and it's not like we have to put a bookend in it. it's not the end-all be-all we don't have all the answers we just think it's an interesting thing to talk about um, something that I like to remind people of is if you're if you're feeling burned out 
if you're feeling exhausted, if you're feeling irritable, if you're feeling stressed or lack of energy or lack of focus, don't ignore those things. Right. And don't beat yourself up about it. Mm-hmm. It's not, you're not, it's not that you're not doing something wrong. It's not that you're failing. It's probably a really good sign that you need a break. Mm-hmm. And I say this almost as much to myself as I do to other people. Take a break. Right. Like take, take a damn break. Take a minute um, mm-hmm. and give yourself rest. And, and, you know, I think we talk a lot about in terms of self-care. Like, oh, go do some yoga, right? Go right. do a thing, whatever. But like, that's great for a time. Mm-hmm. But then how do you avoid the, the, the effect again where you get stretched to this right. point? And I think... Um, Challenging those ways that you work, challenging those ways that you take on tasks, challenging those ways that you commit to things, understanding that sometimes less is more, mm-hmm. right? It's not going to be you know, a poor reflection, especially if you have a high workload. It's better yeah. to get those things done well and done than take on more and more and more and more. Yep. The other thing is don't ignore it. And if you see somebody like that, give, you know, have a conversation with it. Call it out. Talk about yeah. it. Because like, how many times have you been in a situation where you're just kind of stressed and it's like to the point of almost breaking, but like, a conversation could have averted yes, that. Or right. could have directed your energy or, yes. or could have been, you know, and on both sides. Mm-hmm. Probably you having a conversation with somebody or somebody initiating yeah. the conversation with you to say, hey, I've noticed that you're not yourself or I noticed that you're not okay. Yeah. What's going on? It's telling me. And I think that level of I think that level of vulnerability and ability to say, like, I the work is okay, mm-hmm. I am not. Yes. Right? Or Hey, this thing, I, and I think we give people the safety to change their mind and say, "Hey, I committed to this thing. I got to take it off my plate right now." Yes, because I just can't. That's do it. huge. That's you know what I mean. But I think what it takes for people to be able to do that is a feeling of safety and a feeling of trust. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's interesting. Um, so yeah, I think continuing to build relationships in the workplace on a team, even if you're two people, yep. even if you're three people, even if you're five hundred people, <laughs> those relationships are what allow you to avoid that because you get to know mm-hmm. the people that you're doing those things yeah. with. You can watch you, out for them. Yep, and you can recognize those signs. Absolutely, mm-hmm. um, that's a big thing. And then I think again, we come back to this. We come back to this um, phrase a lot, but I think intention and then grace for yourself, right? Like understanding that you know you being stressed out and burnt out does no good for you or anybody, right? At all, and so being able to make that transition is a good thing. All right, <laughs> just another day at Pinker Networks, folks. With people running around. Gang. All over in the studio. Special guest. What's going on? Now, who approved this drinking on the job? <laughs> <laughs> We're just that trying to avoid burnout. Operations. That was the operations right. department. <laughs> yeah, the operations. Operations department. department. Real problem is, I wasn't invited to have a drink. <laughs> hey, you knew about the lie. We took your free drink token. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disappointed. All right, well, you guys have it. If anyone's been wondering why I've been like distracted, it's because this guy's been like rooting around behind the scenes, you know, poking his head over. I was just seeing magic in action. I was just seeing what was happening. I love what's happening here. And I have some stuff in the room. And he has some stuff. So I can go. That's funny. So we can avoid burnout. Right. Because we work hard. I know we talk. We, it seems like we have a lot of fun. I was telling people, it seems like we just goof off and sit on here and do lives, but we actually. Yeah, we, we do some stuff. <laughs> We do some we do some work, quite a bit of it. Well now sometimes in a jumpsuit painting. Listen, you gotta get your hands dirty. I got paint all, you're right. I got paint all over the place, but you gotta get the thing done. And like you guys were talking about, you gotta play a lot of different roles sometimes. But a better you is better for everyone. It's not just something we say. Something it's... we live. Something we live. Uh, guys, we're gonna sign off here. Uh, Tommy, give me the tight shot real quick. Boom, look at that. 
Give me the tight shot. Uh, something, uh, something that we uh, are going to start pushing more and more is for you guys to actually go listen to this uh, podcast. This has kind of been like a rambly episode. We chat. We have fun. We have a good time. Because um, not all of them need to be so heady. Not all of them need to be so like dense. But um, we really want to see some more engagement for you guys on these. We really want to see you guys subscribing to the podcast. We're dropping episodes every other week. Um, you guys go subscribe. We're going to drop a link to Apple, drop a link to Spotify. We're on almost every uh, semi-reputable platform that you can be on for podcast distribution. So go listen to it and go get caught up. We've got 42 episodes uh, that will be that are, are available right now all the way back from last year. Some really good conversations. Um, but go do that for us. Go listen. Go subscribe. If you like what you hear, go give us a rating. We'd really appreciate that. Um, we are going to get out of here, but um, look for some more stuff for us over the weekend and look for some more content coming out from the Thinker Studios. Other than that, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Tommy, cut the feed. <laughs>